Hello and welcome everybody to another episode of the Freedom Tribe podcast. In this episode, we have a special guest uh, all the way from Israel. Uh, his name is Itai Paz, and I will let him introduce himself uh, to you guys. Itai. Hi, Hassan, and uh, happy to be here with you guys. So I started my way about 27 plus years online. I'm an online entrepreneur. Um, my core knowledge comes from SEO, email marketing, and digital marketing, affiliate marketing. At the end of the day, we're, we're all digital marketers. And that's uh, what I've been doing for almost closing three decades. Um, I have a newsletter of my own and also uh, an international conference for digital marketers. So I'm doing lots of things in this industry, but it's all about fun and having fun. That's great. I think I think you're one of the few people who kind of like st- started way before me, because again, like in, in our community here in Morocco, for instance, I always say I started in 2005 because that's when I got my first AdSense check. Um, and everyone is like, wow, you're an OG. But then <laughs> we have you here, like who, you have uh, like 27 years of experience. Can you tell us like what year specifically you started and what you started with? So the year was, well, you're taking back 27 years. It's uh, good man. I need to, down to know math, right? Yeah. It's, two th- it's, two th- it's 1996 or seven or something like that. Yes. yes sort yes. of. How old are you? I, know. I think. I don't know. 95. You see, you know better than I do. Um, so, you, you know, I started, uh, you know, in Israel, we have to go to the army. So I went to three years mandatory. And then once I went out, I went to work somewhere and I was uh, basically uh, fired from the job. Uh, my mind was thinking all the time about the internet, the internet, the internet. It was so excited exciting for me it's interesting it's an amazing it's creature well think about way back is definitely different than what it is today and i decided that that's what i want to do and i just sat in front of a computer and i started to build websites uh from scratch i didn't have any knowledge any i'm not a technical person never been a technical person but i just used uh, whatever i could that i learned and i had good people you know i met some people online in the forums back then and i started my way as an affiliate just building websites and in about i think it was three years forward i had 650 websites wow um yeah different times right it's uh, you you put a website if you do a decent job a decent job or, or an okay job you'll be ranked and you get traffic it doesn't really work today this way but still that's how it worked back then and I was amazed. The first month we, we made a few hundred dollars. And I said, oh, this is amazing. I sat in front of the computer. Like I said, back in the days, the computer, I was in the, in the period of time where the connection to the internet was either you speak on the phone or you connected to the internet, you know, the dialogue. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And, and, and it works. It was amazing. And you make money and say, oh, this is really cool. And I knew back then that that's the path I'm going to go with but the internet kept on changing again and again and again it has advantages and disadvantages so the disadvantages obviously you you can never say i know enough in order to succeed because it's maybe for now it's good but for tomorrow who knows the good thing about it is that it's changing it it's not a boring job if i wanted a boring job i would go to be you know working for the government and just do whatever it is the same thing again and again and again 
And we actually like the fact that we need to challenge our minds. Otherwise, you know, building websites as an affiliate, just to put it in the side, my daughter was, she's, she's talked to me about, you know, what she'll do in the future. She's 18. Um, and I told her, listen, if you want to look technically about what I do, so I'm just doing um, information uh, publishing. So I take information, I, I type it, I click, and it's on. That's what I do. It's pretty boring. So it's all about how you look at it, but it's actually exciting because once you understand, you need to be smart. You need to put the right uh, keywords. You need to have the right design. You need to have the right everything, hosting, etc. Then it starts to be more um, exciting to do, and I love what I do very much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can I can see a lot of like similarities between like when I started, um, and and the thing is like one thing I regret personally that I didn't really do, which was kind of build something for the long term. That's why like ten years later. That's all I talk about. Long term, you have to plan for the long term. So it was because it was too easy. And I remember, you know, like just sitting there building a website on a Saturday. And I know making my first commission check, first commission, you know, like a week later, you know, selling like uh, health related items and stuff, you know, doing affiliate marketing. It was very easy. And this is where this was like later in the game. 2008, 2009. So it's it's really funny um, to, to, to see like how easy it was. And at the same time, a lot, a lot of people kind of like taking advantage of how easy it was uh, and not building. Like, that's my biggest regret, to be honest, not building an actual like, you know, brand, something that would uh, even even though I was thinking about it a lot, but I didn't really like sit down and actually get it done, which is, you know, again, really something that what do you think of that? Well, so regrets, we all have regrets, right? Over time, we can see, oh, this one and this one. In On one hand, having your own brand has disadvantages. Because, you know, when you have a business, when you, let's look at just, for example, two businesses I own, but it could be any business for that matter. So the affiliate business is very, pretty simple, right? I have no clients. Well, officially, I do have clients because, you know, they're, you, you do buy hosting and you do get traffic and you sell traffic and stuff like that. But in, in general, it's all happening by putting a code. That's it. But it's an easy business, right? No, no branding, no nothing. When you look at the business which has a brand, like uh, the the conference, the, the the international conference, the DMI Expo, so we have clients, and we need to take care of them, and you need to you know make the sales and and correspond with them and ask them and and serve them and customer service and it's a huge operation. It's a brand. It's a long term, like you said, it's a long term. So it has an advantage because it's here to stay long. Affiliate sites working today, tomorrow might not. It could happen. Um, so there's advantages, disadvantage for each one of them. It's depending who you are and what fits best to you as a person. Um, you know, we work from home. It's the, well, the, 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 the COVID actually threw everyone almost at home, but I'm just saying, staying at home, it's pretty cool. You know, 27 years at home. I had a few years we took an office and we, I brought employees and everything. And I found myself, oh my God, I don't want to manage people all day. Once you have employees and, and now you have clients and you need to serve them and you need to, you know, start to, the employee says, oh, my wife, my kids, who cares? I have, I have four kids. I don't need more kids or fathers. I don't need other people's problems. So I like actually to, when, when I look at the, the pro and cons, uh, I always look at the same building a lifestyle. So before the COVID, I was traveling maybe almost every other month somewhere in the world to a conference, to meetings. I haven't done it for the past two and a half years, but 
that's for a different reason, but I'm just saying it was a certain lifestyle fits to myself without me to need to call and have employees and brands and clients. It's what works for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Um, I mean, having, having employees is definitely not easy. <laughs> it's like, hey, um, I got this happening at home. You know, I got to take time off, all of that. Um, but, you know, it's just different, different, different things for different people, right? Like I think Hassan has um, 20, 30 different employees. Well, yeah, right now. <laughs> right, right now. But in, I mean, how, how did you, how do you think about having employees? Do you share Itai's perspective? Well, I mean, I used to be the same because for, for the longest time, I was to just work like by myself, you know, like just building websites, um, doing either AdSense, you know, just running ads or doing affiliate marketing for a number of years. And I think what happened to me is I wanted to build something bigger. So that's why I kind of like switched to an agency. Um, and so I started dealing with clients and stuff like that. But then I saw the opportunity in the cash flow mostly and then the fact that you can build a team and seeing how many like companies out there doing everything remotely you know without having to be in the same office without having to like working from the same place i mean i used to be an employee for a, for a number of years and i didn't like it obviously um it gets monotonous it gets busy it gets boring so we do like ally and me we we pretty much share the same view of like being able to run a business even with employees and it wasn't really like an, an issue for us. It was, you know, it's fine. We, now we're growing. I'm growing my agency, for instance, to about 30 people. But we could still, you know, uh, enjoy kind of the freedom and not work as many hours. I mean, I work maybe four or five hours now with the kids. And the, the, the team is there, you know, doing their thing. They're getting paid. They get, they're working. They're also working remotely. They can work from Morocco, from anywhere in Morocco, from, from Turkey, from Europe. And we've had people like who traveled without even telling us that they traveled and, you know, like work kept going without even, you know, without any, any issues. Super. I, 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 I agree with you. It's an option and I understand to scale up. So, you know, I can share with you one thing. So like a year ago, I decided to go back and launch a project that I started four years ago as a pilot and we built websites, uh, content websites online. And we, we started the process, we had like one, so it's myself and I have another technical guy that works with me. And we did one website the first week, the second week we did two, and then three, four, um, it, we're in June, right? So in April, we did 120. In May, we did over 200. And this month we are on track over 400, the same team, 400 new websites per month now. I, I, the reason I'm sharing it with you is that we, my thought is always how can I do it or make more quality websites without the need of adding employees? I'm not saying, right, if I take now 10 people and we train them, absolutely, we'll, I'll probably work less hours and maybe even make more websites. But for me, the ability to wake up in the morning and say, okay, this morning I'm doing whatever I want. No one is waiting for me to give him anything was a really key factor. And it's always when you ask us, how can you do it? You might can't, but at least you're trying. Because when we, when we did like 50 websites a, week, uh, a month, I, I said, well, this is like great. We will never be able to do 200, 300. And I said, no, the question is not, can we, is how can we? 
and then we started to grow and grow. And now we're 400. I can, we, can, we can reach 500 websites a month just to people. And that's a, bl a blast without, and it's not about the cost because there is a cost anyway, you know, and there's alternative cost of we're putting the time. But I'm just saying there, the, the great thing is it's um, fully two people, no need for anyone else. Again, it's, I'm not saying it's the best way to go. I'm just saying for now it's good for us, but definitely if I want to go right to maybe 10,000 a month or 5,000 a month, I would need it to build a team. Definitely. That's for sure. Um, I think like moving on to something else, um, we're checking out the, the DMI Expo kind of event. I want to know, like, how did you think of, of, of doing the event or like starting the event and like, how did it come up, come, come, come to be? And, you know, like, what's the story behind that? So early 2000, in 2000, yeah, I was traveling to different places, but the only actual affiliate conference that you could have found was Affiliate Summit in the U.S., which way back, I think it was Vegas for sure. I think also in New York, but Vegas for sure. Talking about 2001, two, three, four, five, they were still traveling in other places, but in the U.S. And every time we went there, uh, the Israelis, we were like 10 or 15% of the conference and we're laughing it's funny we're flying all the way here to meet why won't they fly to israel it was really funny and then in 2007 we were sitting in a in a pub in israel and we we're joking friends and stuff like that I said guys so you know how can we do it they said it's simple you do it and i just decided to do it and the brand was called back then affilicon which is affiliate conference, affiliate.com. In 2008, we started eight or seven, eight, yeah, was the first one. Then we had another one, and then we had uh, another one. Then we had a different brand. Then we took a break for a few years. And five, four years ago, I decided to go back to that. And it's, it's I have to, to, so when people look at conference, it's amazing conference. It's a big conference, lots of people. And I know how they do the math for affiliate summit and affiliate world. They're counting them. Oh, they have uh, 5,000 people. They pay them 500 euros, whatever dollars. Oh, they're making 20 million, blah, blah, blah. 20 million is one side. You need to put millions and millions, first of all, before just to, to commit for the place and everything and marketing. It's not like a huge uh, uh, conferences like uh, ATEC or way back, the ATEC or whatever there is, the electronic show in Vegas. These are relatively small shows, but the, the, the great thing about these shows as an owner is the connections it's, it's building as an owner, but also as an attendee. That's why I go to all the shows because I want to meet people. This is cool, right? We meet online, but there's no substitute for actually meeting face-to-face, -face, even if it's for 15 minutes or 10 minutes. It's something else completely. And the DMI Expo is a is an international show in Israel. So we have lots of affiliates and media companies and, and actual um, vendors and product owners, big ones in Israel. Uh, actually the biggest uh, advertiser for ClickBank is actually sitting here in Israel uh, for years, many years, like Israel is huge. And we found out that people are attracted. So suddenly when we did an event, we got people coming from all over the world just to meet these people, because most of them are not traveling, right? We met in Affiliate Summit, so we were maybe, I don't know, 500 people, Israelis. But you have here a community. The online community here is way, way bigger than that. So that's the concept behind it. So it started as something we said, hey, let's do it for ourselves. 
but it's really cool because it, it, it really brings the great people from all the world to meet here in Israel. Yeah, I mean, it was, it's, it's always challenging, to be honest, like when we think about it, like, uh, you know, putting together an event, how much how much did it cost in terms of like, you know, resources? Did you have to like hire like an actual team to, to, to work on it? Is it like, is it a full-time team that does this like on a yearly basis? Or are we talking something just like seasonal? Whenever it's like time for the event, you, ha- you have people who will kind of work on it. Or is it something that you guys do? So first of all, putting an event is a lot of work. Absolutely. It's not just the, the so there's the operational and there's the sales, marketing, you have to have everything and everything goes into, I call it, it's like a plane. It goes up no matter what. So you pay for the fuel, you pay for everything. Now you need to have it bigger as much, you know, equipped and the more people you can. So first of all, the, the most, more, most resources are as you go closer and closer, you have, you need to put more resources with people. Uh, we had the DMX for twice a year. All the events we had in the past were twice a year. Uh, we, we, we didn't have an event in 2020 and 21, unfortunately, because of the COVID. And now we're back to the November one. And then hopefully next year we should have either one or two. We haven't decided yet in terms of the team. So we had a team that actually worked on that around the clock, which was in some ways dissolved in, in some way. And now we're rebuilding everything towards this event. And hopefully we'll keep on running to more events next year. So it's going to be a, a, a machine. It has to be a machine. You can't really find just people to specific event. We do use outsourcing. So some things are really easy, right? You don't need um, I don't know, the, the people who print you the badges. You don't really need to have it in, inside your office. It's easier just to hire them for the two days and it's very simple. So you build a business to be, you remember, I like a uh, very small team not to be more you know not to manage too many people inside you go ahead yeah i had a question about the event uh we, we went to affiliate summits uh affiliate world, affiliate world in in uh in dubai and uh we went to a couple of different ones how what what should people expect from dmi expo uh if they've been to other events like that in the past how is it different or is it similar uh what's the kind of people that are going to be there um, talk to us a little bit about that. So, first of all, in overall, the, the concept of DMI Expo is similar to what you can find in, in other leading events, so from Affiliate World or uh, Affiliate Summit. And I would say even some people that goes to the digital marketing events like digital, uh, the, like uh, the ones in the US or in Europe, you can find. So, because like I said, I don't think there's a much difference between an affiliate, what, affiliate is a digital marketer that gets paid upon results, but it's he's still a digital marketer. He needs to do, to know everything. So the, it's just slight, um, uh, you know, um, tweaking in in understanding, but it's the same concept. So first of all, you'll find the the type of people will find the same one and more. In in terms of uh, the people, actually, you'll find many new people because we are a different geo. It's a geo target that doesn't being covered today, so it's easier for all Eastern Europe, Far East. We're, we're really good hub in terms of that, just placed in the middle to bring from everywhere. We had people coming even from Australia and Japan and China and from the other side, US and South uh, uh, Africa, South America. Everyone is very easy to come to Israel and be there. It's a central hub for that matter, um, and it's very safe. It's probably safer than many places in the world which uh, people might not always know, but it, it is. 
And there's one more thing that I really like about what we're doing. And it's, it was created because I'm an affiliate and I went through shows. So in many shows you go and it's a challenge that like, let's say, for example, I'll give you an example, food. So there's 12 noon time and people are starting to get cranky and they're looking for a way to where to eat. And suddenly for two, three hours, everyone is like in Vegas, they go outside in, in even in um, Bangkok and, and everywhere. They're going to search for foods or long lines. And we said, no, there's one thing I, I know that needs to be done. We supply the food for everyone, like a five stars food for everyone. The exhibitors, the attendees, the spe- everyone. So, you, so the idea behind it is we create a, what I call a closed environment. So it's a one place. You don't need to go outside. We provide you everything here. You came for two days to work, right? To work, to mingle, to have affiliate, uh, media, whatever it is, doesn't listen to lectures. So you need to be there. There's no reason for you to go outside and search for anything like food, which is always an issue. I know exhibitors are sitting and the employees are really want to go and, and eat somewhere and then they have turns or they eat it like a pizza on the booth in the back. So no, we give everyone. So it's just about the experience. We want to have everything you need and more. Relax, no pressure. And and for me, it's the ultimate experience, right? It's like when you fly first class, right? You enjoy it better. It's the same flight, right? The same plane goes from place to place. It's the same people on the plane, right? but you get the extra. So that's what we're looking on that. And we don't charge more money, I actually charge less than most of the conferences. And that's, that's intriguing. You got, you got my attention. <laughs> <laughs> and the food is involved. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Actually, I, I, I had the one sp- sponsor exhibitor. He's coming, the, like the gold one. He comes again and again every time. So he said, hey, I'm waiting for the desserts. Count me in. Like it was obvious he's coming in. They know it's, we provide everything they need. So it's cool for them. And it saves money. That's good. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It does save money, especially the hassle. I mean, having to like find food because like even if when you remember affiliate world, it's in a lot of ways people don't like to leave because you know they're paying money to attend an event. You know, in the five hundred, one thousand dollars range. So a lot of people they usually just skip lunch. You know, they just have and they just stick around. So it's not like a, yeah. an event usually just finishes around five p.m. So people just like either stick around or have like a snack or something but yeah i mean this and is that's by the, way, by the way this is one of the biggest expenses we have right the food but it is what it is it doesn't really matter that's how i build a conference for myself it's like when i when i do whatever i do uh, it's like the you know i i i launched uh during the covid the morning dough it's an online newsletter that provides you like 15 topics it's just a simple line you get an email with 15 titles of the news for digital marketers, affiliate marketers, business, or anyone who uses the online uh, to generate business and traffic. And so people say, so how, how do you actually decide what to write there, right? There are lots of titles. So we, had a, uh, we have some kind of elimination. So we start with a thousand uh, titles per day. And then in shrinked, I get like eventually like 150 to 200 titles. And I personally just select the ones that I feel that are good for me. Does it mean that it, you'll be interested in, in the newsletter? Some people will like it, some won't. But I built something that I feel it's fun for me. You remember we, we talked, it's closing the, the, the beginning of the conversation. If it's fun for us, 
it's easy to run it, right? It doesn't mean if it's a conference, if it's employees, if it's an agency, if it's an affiliate business or whatever, or, or e-commerce business. If it's fun, you'll do it. If it's not, then you won't. So the conference and the newsletter, we build it in a way that I like to do it as an attendee or as a reader or whatever it is. And that's how we deflect it outside to people. Awesome. So the event is called DMI Expo. They can find it at uh, dmiexpo.com. Uh, what are the official dates? When is it happening? It's November 13th and 14th of this year. So 2022. Awesome. So every year we have like May and then we have November. These are like good good weather time to come to Israel. That's awesome. I was, I was... Come as well. I was seeing a documentary about Israel and it's, it's a very, very beautiful place, especially Tel Aviv. And I met a couple of friends in, in Dubai from Tel Aviv. They were sending me pictures of the beautiful nature you guys have there. It, it looks, it looks amazing. So uh, it looks like a great, uh, great opportunity to go network and also explore a little bit of the, of the country. Yeah. It's, it's always a, it's always a good, you know, like excuse for, for, for us to like people who work in the, in this industry to, you know, just go out to events. For me, it's, it's always just be meeting the people. That's like the part that I enjoy the most. So anytime there's an event built by someone from the industry, you know, it's going to be done well. That's why we like, you know, like events like affiliate world, but people who basically just all they do is just events. Then that's a little bit different. You know, that's all they care about like is the bottom line, you know, there's charge as much as possible or, you know, bringing as many exhibitors as possible. So it's, you see that when it's done, somebody who, who enjoys what they do, they, they do a good job, which is, you know, it's, it's always great to, to hear. Definitely. I, I agree with you. It's a different touch. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so this, this kind of brings me to, to something else that you, you mentioned earlier. You said you, you've been doing SEO and, and email marketing, and that's basically what I do too. Um, for for a lot of like a lot of years, um, what do you do when it comes to SEO? Is it like you said you don't work with clients, but uh, have you ever worked with like client SEO, or is it basically just you do it for your own websites? So we first of all we do it for our own websites from time to time. If there's someone who's really uh, persistent in in asking us to help them, so we had like a couple of projects we did on Core Web Vitals. So if someone doesn't know Core Web Vitals is the Google whatever, if I can simplify it, uh, score for your website's uh, speed and friendliness to the user, if we can call it this way. And so we did a couple of projects like ad hoc, just a specific project. It was enough money to make it worth uh, doing it. Uh, but we try to do it mainly to ourselves. SEO is always complicated, by the way, to you know it yourself as giving a service because you're selling something that you really cannot commit on the result. It's really tricky. Well, in online, you usually cannot, but in SEO, it's really tricky, right? Let's buy links for someone. And definitely no one really knows if like there's no really proof that the 10 links you bought are making the effect or not making the effect. Obviously, we know the uh, the, the concept and everything and, and it, and it works in the in the general, you know, in the if you look from above, but you don't know a specific thing unless I don't know uh, the government of the U.S. is doing a link to your website, which is always uh, obviously if you can, then let me know. Um, so we try to do it mainly to ourselves, but SEO change, you know, people people talking about the changes, you know, in email and and, and SEO. So it changed over time many times, but the nice thing is the core. The like the basic of SEO didn't change at all. It's the same as it was 10 years, 20 years. Um, all you need to do is just 
know the basics in order to begin giving services or, or as you know, we, when you have clients, you need to be more probably above that few, many times more because you need to be the professional. Um, but we try to, again, just because we don't, it's not that we don't like clients. We just prefer to do it on ourselves and just uh, build it uh, on our own websites, but definitely it can be, and be do, it's doable to do. Sure. Do you, I have a question specific to SEO, which is like, have you ever done any like gray hat, black hat stuff over the years? Have you, have you tried that? Have you, what's your, what's your like view on, 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 on that part? So just to clear to everyone, first of all, black hat or whatever it's called or gray. So uh, it doesn't, you're not, uh, when you're doing it, you're not going to go to jail, right? Because it's not something that it's, it's just companies that say, don't build your website in a certain way because we don't like it. Uh, such as Google for that matter. But that the fact that they say that, it doesn't matter. You do whatever you want to do on your website. It's not illegal to do that. So that's first of all to say, uh, and I have no problem with people doing black or whatever. Black, black websites eventually get caught. Most of them. So some people look at this results. Oh, this guy just from nowhere is first place and he's getting million visitors the first month and blah, blah, blah. Check it over time. Most of them, are not going to be there. Now you can say, okay, you can build one every other week or every other month. Maybe that's maybe a model, but you know, going back to our conversation in the beginning, you know, having a long-term brand or a long-term website that generates money when you are more relaxed and not stressed every day if Google caught you doing this or that. So, um, you know, back in the days when we began, it wasn't called black, but doing... Uh, multiple websites, just duplicated websites, like obviously it can be done and we've done it very, very well. Today it's called Black Hat, back then it wasn't even a, a guideline not to do it. Uh, doing gray, sure, I, I have no problem. You know, as long as it's, it doesn't really harm people and it's done in a, in, a, in a nice way, you can do that. But obviously at the end of the day, working the cleanest way ever is the way to win in the long term. That's the only way to win. You can find many what I call strategies or tactics or small things that you can do, which are not considered gray or black, but most people don't know, and which maybe I won't share right now. I can share with you later, <laughs> but it's definitely the things that you can do and, and you can get good backlinks from some places and you can jumpstart your website, you know, and get to first places. But if you, if you're asking, if someone wants to do SEO, the simple thing I would say, uh, one is make sure that you, the website, the technology, whatever you work, we work WordPress, but it doesn't, you know, that's the simplest way, um, has to be as light as possible. You know, some people are very, um, they want to be certain graphics and stuff like that. That's the, the things that hurt the core web vitals and then hurt the, the website. So as long as the website is light, it's the simplest way to go that, that route. And the second thing is, um, is go long tail. So let's say uh, buy iPhone, that's nice. But to be honest with you, even the best SEO guys might not be able to go to the first place. It's tough. You need to compete with Apple, right? Or maybe, I don't know, Walmart online or whatever it is to buy an iPhone, right? But when you go to buy an iPhone 256, uh, 
white in, um, I don't know, in Coral Beach, Miami, then you might be able to, yeah, you'll get less traffic, but you get the sales. So, I, and again, this is an example for SEO for like long tail for, for actually e-commerce, but you can do it in anything, right? So if someone asks what's the, like the weather in, in, in Miami, and you can say, what is the weather in Miami in July uh, on average? Again, so it's just, these are the, the, the paths that I think people that go into SEO, that's the simplest way to do. So, so I have two questions to follow up on that. How do you monetize your SEO websites? And how do you pick the best niches to go after in SEO right now in 2022? Okay, great question. So the first one uh, is we use Adex. So Adex, it's uh, Adex changes, but in general we use like um, AdSense for that matter. Okay, Adex could be AdSense. And then uh, there's um, native advertising, which is Outbrain and Tabula. And then you can also do video. And there are lots of solutions for that from Truvid. And you can find, um, obviously, Google has its own, which is growing as well. And I know that Outbrain and Tabula are working on their own. So you can find many of them. It's very simple. And obviously, the long-term play, you can add affiliate programs. Okay. So if you, if you have a website that's talking about boats, then eventually you can have a link to boat parts, boating license, boating color, whatever it is. I don't know, whatever it is. Uh, boating trip, rent your boat, et cetera, et cetera. So that's, that's the monetization side of the business. Um, the second thing, sorry, you need to repeat that. How, how do you find the best niches for SEO okay. after 2022? Yeah. Um, so it, I think in any, you can work in, a, I can go to any niche now and still make money. So how do I choose which of them? First of all, I try to go to the ones that are going to be long-term. So that I, either they're here for a long time already, or I predict they will be here for a long time. Um, so, if, so if you ask me, okay, so would you go to do a website about crypto, just to write about crypto, whatever it is, then I would tell you, yeah, I do predict that it will be here for many years. So there's no issue in that, for example. Um, I wouldn't do a website about iPhone 6, right, or 7 or 12 specifically, because we you know today 12, but then it's gone. So I wouldn't do that. Um, so I, I look at the long longevity, how long it will be here or how long it's been so far. The second thing, I like to look at the ads on Google. And also if you go to Google ads system, you put keywords, you can see if someone bids, you know, one buck or 10 bucks, it's a different, right? So for example, in the gambling industry, uh, people are bidding, again, it's certain geos, but you can bid $10, $20, $30. There's lots of money there. Right, so you know, versus if you go and have a website about uh, holidays, uh, and I mean like um, Christmas, right? So it's nice, and there's around Christmas there are e-commerce stuff, but at the end of the day, it's um, it's a lower um, bids uh, niche. So we do look at that. And then we want to know if there's enough keywords around this industry, right? Because if it's very dense and you have like maybe 1,000, 2,000, it's very narrow. I like to have a niche that has enough keywords that we can compete over time. And once we go to a niche, we try to be in the niche and build more websites around that. 
So it's easier because you're already there, you build a muscle, you see what works, what doesn't work. And another great trick, again, that goes to affiliates, just spread, spread your wing, do a couple of websites in different niches and see what works. And then um, what works best, you, you know, right? Then do it more and more and more. So you, you never know what will happen. It's a, it's a tricky thing. That's true. Okay. Yeah. This is this is good advice. I mean, that's I would agree with you on 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 the the, the part about uh, being able to monetize any niche, even if even in 2022, because again, like people like us who have been doing SEO for so long, they they kind of know what works and what doesn't work. Um, and same thing for for our clients too. Like, because that's what we do now. We basically breathe and and eat <laughs> SEO every day. So this is something that we kind of talk about all the time. Uh, my, I have a like one last question about the the newsletter. So like, I've had an experience that was not really a, a good experience with you know starting newsletters. Um, so I kind of gave up on about one or two newsletters in the last year. But what, what what was your experience like, and what is your experience like in terms of like starting the newsletter, the morning dough, um, and is it something that's profitable? That's why you, you know like it, it, it's it's growing. Okay, so the morning dough has um, it's a very the morning dough and then is the newsletter. You need to understand what what is your goal with the newsletter. Okay, so there's the, there's a great model that I think everyone saw the last. Well, it was just before the COVID, I think. The it's called um, um, the morning brew. Okay, so that was uh, like the. So it looks amazing. They sold. They were sold for eighty-seven or something like that. It's eighty million dollars, and it looks very attractive, right? Hey, let's have a newsletter as well and let's sell it. So first of all, it depends on the niche, obviously. The nice for they go on on the concept of investing or building future, you know, income and uh, future investment and stuff like that, which in the US industry covers about 50% of the, of the people because everyone in the US knows about the stock market. It's something that's on the table in the universities, they're working through the universities. They actually rec recruit them on site. They have people go and manually offline recruiting people. And I studied the model, it's very interesting, but the fact is they actually raised money. They were, I don't remember the amount that it was, eventually it was millions. So starting from scratch is a different thing than starting with a good amount of money in the bank. Um, but when you start a new you need to think, what's your model? Are you, what are you looking to make off it? For me, it serves three things, okay, four, maybe four. So first of all, I already read news every day anyway. So it's not that complex. We read it anyway, so it's just putting it in a, in a format. The second thing we do sell uh, what we call sponsorships or advertising on the newsletter. So it does make money off that. So that's a good model for that. It's just selling, but again, it goes again, if we talked earlier about the affiliate versus selling. So here we need to sell the actual advertising, which we do anyway. Um, and then the, the bigger scale on that is actually really cool because the website is really powerful. It's like, um, and it goes back to the brand that we spoke earlier. It's actually an SEO. You can actually get backlinks just because you're a brand versus you're just an affiliate website, right? It's a, it's a brand. So someone writes about whatever and it links it to your website and you start to get more traffic. And we build the morning dough is basically running on organic completely. We didn't spend even one dime on getting the audience. And the nice thing about it is that it brings quality people. So when you pay for people or you pay for the traffic, you get 
the quality is, is less and you get more people to leave, more people to complain, more, you know, so it's, it's all about that. And when we started, we had a different format. So we started the format closer to what Morning uh, Brew did. So we had like, we didn't, we don't write anything. They write their content, but we had at least a summarize. So there's a title and there was a summarize of whatever paragraph about it. And I found myself, I don't want to write it. I don't enjoy it. So we just started to cut it. And eventually the format got to like 12 bullets and then another three. And that's it. If you want to read, it's like Jeff Bezos is resigning from being the CEO of, of Amazon. For us as online entrepreneurs, online people, it's good or okay to know, right? If you're e-commerce, you probably click on it and read. But if you're not, you say, okay, I understand. And that's it. But you know it, you got it. And if someone wants to read, it reads more and it clicks on it. That's the concept. Two minutes, you need to browse through. I don't want to waste your time. And the, and now the format works. It took a year to get to the right format. And again, if you put all your eggs there, you can't really make lots of money. Cannot make a lot of money if you use there. The first, until you have enough people, unless, and I'll say unless, if you build a uh, newsletter for billionaires and you have billionaires or millionaires, okay? That, that's, and it's really, you know, it's, you qualify them, right? It's 100% for sure. Then obviously if you have a hundred millionaires or billionaires on the list, it's easier to sell advertising. But most newsletter, newsletters are not like that. So obviously in order to make money, you need to have bigger amounts. So you need thousands of subscribers, tens of thousands, even hundreds of thousands of subscribers. That, that makes total sense. Uh, and if people want to check that out, they can go to morningdo.com, morning, D-O-U-G-H.com. And they can also check out the event at dmiexpo.com, um, November 13th to 14th, 2022 in Tel Aviv, Israel. It's going to be a great time. Um, do, you, do you have any last words for our audience? Anything else you want, want them to, to know or want them to go to check out? So first of all, if they want to connect with me, they can go through the two websites or they can go to my LinkedIn or, or Facebook, you type us, they will find me, I-T-A-Y-P-A-Z, and we can maybe share the links later. But it's very simple to communicate with me, no problem I, if, if they want or need anything. But I do want to say it, internet is a long play. You know, uh, we're all, it, it's exciting. You know, connect to people. It's not just the online. Make sure you mention it's fun to go to events because we want to meet people. We want to be there. Um, stay focused. Don't be discouraged. Some Many things don't work or work partially or you need to keep on going online. Just keep on going and do more and more stuff. Eventually, you'll see the things that are working and just do more of them a lot and faster and you'll find, you know, your success in any business online that you have. Itzai, thank you so much for being on the Freedom Tribe. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me.